Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Attention! Attention! of life, you must believe that you deserve the best. Too many religious people are taught to believe that they don't deserve anything. And some religious people even pray that prayer, oh Lord, I know I'm not worthy. I'm going to ask for some confessions on national television. How many of you have ever prayed a prayer like that? Lord, I know I'm not worthy. Come on, up with those hands. Chicken. All right, I have two. I know better now. I know the truth and I'm free. But listen, anything that you don't feel you're worthy of, you can't have. Anything that you feel you do not deserve, that you're not worthy of, you automatically cut yourself off from that good. Listen, you cross yourself up when you pray and ask the presence of God in you for something, and then you say, now, Lord, I know I'm not worthy. You might as well forget it, honey. (laughs) Believe that you deserve the best. Now, let me give you a bombshell. I want everybody to get quiet. Everybody just walk and sit in the nearest empty seat. Quickly, listen. I want you to hear this. If you ever heard anything, I'm going to tell you something that's only going to take 10 seconds to tell you. But I want you to hear this if you forget everything else I've said. Because what I'm about to tell you will bring you anything good that you desire, and it will bring it to you quickly. It will bring it to you in the nowness of consciousness. Listen. Anything that you can actually think and 
feel that you are worthy of must come to you. Don't clap yet. Hold on. I want to be redundant about this. Please listen. Hang on to every word. Anything that you can honestly think and feel that you deserve must come to you. If any person in this congregation are listening on the radio or looking at on television, if you can honestly think and feel that you are worthy and deserve a million dollars, that million dollars must come to you. which we call the science of living, we say it this way. Whatever you want in your experience, hold it first of all, accept it first of all in your consciousness. If you could get a million dollar feeling, a million dollars would have to come to you if it looked like it was dropping out of the sky. It wouldn't actually be coming from outside of you. It would be coming from within your own consciousness. And of course, this is one of the great mystic secrets. Nothing really comes to you from outside of you. Everything comes to you from within your own consciousness. Everything comes to you from within your own inner feeling about yourself. Not according to what others think and feel about you, but your experiences come to you your cursing or your blessing, your good or your evil comes to you out of your own inner consciousness. And once again, let me make the startling statement. If any person could honestly feel and think that he is deserving and worthy of a million dollars, that million dollars would come to him so fast until it would make his head spin. Now, wait a minute. We've had an example in this service. Mother Packnett, who used to be the blind old lady, and who was healed. And she was taught by me and many of our services that we deserve the best. This is what I teach the people, that you deserve the best. You deserve the best because you're God's child. You don't have to beg God for anything. The day of begging, praying is over. This is the day of accepting the goodness of God. Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good.
What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio, and tonight is Symptometry Night. Each and every Tuesday at 8 o'clock, this makes number 29, 29 shows in a row consecutive. Put your hands together. This is a dream come true. Six months in, and we are not letting up off the gas pedal. The train has left the station. This show tonight is brought to you, of course, each and every Tuesday night by RelaxationIsTheKey.com, as well as SymptometryBooks.com, as well as Symptometry.com. And, of course, you know you can't forget Original Native Radio. You can tune in to Zoom in each and every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Call in, call in, call in, 347-205-9089. Especially if you were at the symposium in Northern Virginia this weekend, I want to talk to you right now. If you were at the symposium and you felt anything, you got anything to say, you need to be dialing in 347-205-9089. Press 1. Turn your speakers down. I want to talk to you right now. That, like like the uh, Rob Bay says, I want to rock right now. Woo! Tonight is going to be epic, 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 epic. I told them on my social groups on Facebook, tonight I'm going in, in, in. Oh, I'm going to just be anticipating I'm toting the whole load, but I know I got back up. We got rocket fuel on deck. Everything is loaded up, and we are launching out of orbit tonight. Each and every night, you know, each and every Tuesday or whenever you come to Original Native Radio you know we're going galactical. This is not a local broadcast. This is not a national broadcast. And, of course, it's not an international broadcast. This is a galactical broadcast. Big shouts out to the planet Pluto, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, and all my local planets. Big shouts out to the Academy of Cosmophysics. Big shouts out to the new president, the new president of the Virginia chapter of symptometry. Miss Kimberly McFarland, y'all go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Ah! This is a dream come true. I know some of you had other obligations this weekend, but I am sure now, after attending three symposiums this year by symptometry, if you are within four hours and you don't get in your car or catch a bus or start walking and hitchhiking, you are really not that serious about optimal health. You got to be there. You got to be in it to win it. You got to be in it to win it. Now, I know, and, and the reason I say that is because Calgary, Canada, was in the house. Atlanta, Georgia, was in the house. Of course, Virginia was in the building. D.C. was in the building. Maryland was in the building. Philadelphia was in the building. North Carolina was in the building. Chicago was in the building. 
we must, must, must catch the train. The train has left the station, and it is picking up steam, and whoo, totally, 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 totally amazing. Um, tonight is going to be a little different. We're going to talk about this symposium. I want to hear some people's feedback. I have lots of things to say. You know I love to run my mouth, but I want to hear it from some people who were there. So please call in 347-205-9089 if you were your first time there, second time. If you've been with us since we started back in March, just give us a call in. We want to know what you got to say. If you weren't, listen closely. Listen closely because I am fired up tonight. And then we're going to spend a large portion of the show dealing with the new jewel that Dr. Maxwell Nardi has dropped an in-depth study of the most complete person. Now, this may turn into a three-part series because we're going to do our best to end the show tonight on time at 10 o'clock. That's right. We're trying to let some people get to bed early. Dr. Nardi's orders have almost quadrupled in the last three months, and we want to give him some more rest. And that extra hour is so, so, so important. So, what I want to do now is let me see who my first caller is and open up the line. Uh, caller from the 301-440. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? You know, this is Brother Jay, man, calling from D.C. I was at the show, man. What's up? Ah, what's going on big time? Ain't nothing, man. <laughs> I just came in to holler at you, man. You know, just want to give you a few Give you a few words. Well, Jay, first, uh, was this your first time, I mean, um, at a symptometry uh, symposium or or coming to a symptometry event or hearing Dr. Nardi, or had you been around? Or just give me a little bit about your background, how you got to the symposium. Well, first of all, it it, it was my first time. Um, I ran ran into Kim. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Um, Got a little bit of feedback. Hold on for a minute. Yeah, um, I ran into Kim going to Whole Foods, and, um, you know, she was like, you know, hey, you know, you look like a healthy guy. Why don't you come on out and, you know, so, you know spread your support? So I goes out there, you know. You know, I was expecting to hear Dr. Naughty the whole time. And, uh, you know, what I came to came there, you know, went in there basically and they had a ceremony of, you know, a couple of graduates there who got a couple of licenses. I was happy to see that. You know, a couple of people from North Carolina got their names. You know, uh, we had a great deal of knowledge going back and forth. Um, Things about, you know, that was spoke about was water. You know, obviously one of his books, including the book that he has on this one, it really didn't go in depth with the water thing, but hopefully, you know, we can discuss that a little bit more. Um, he spoke about, you know, you know, people were asking about crystals, you know, different types of energy. That's one thing I liked about it. And, um, you know, when I finally got, you know, sat down with Mr. Dr. Nadi, I was happy to, you know, discuss with him, you know, some things that I was, that I was going through in my life, you know. Hopefully he'll give me a call back. I understand he's real busy, so I kind of want to get him a couple of days rest, you know, because he was talking, he was ripping and running, and, uh, you know. So, 
No, it's first time, man. You know, I've, I've been on Dr. Sebi's stuff, and uh, I will say that um, he's the real deal, and I just can't wait to, to see what he prescribed for me. Well, you are in the building, and I want to give you a big shout-out because one of the things that you represented to me is manhood. And in symptometry, we know that 70% is nurturing. And one of the first things that you said, I remember when you stood up, was, I'm here because my wife needs healing. Now, if I could take you and clone you and get a good 2 or 3 million more, maybe 20 or 30 million of you in the building, you know, then we're going to really have some, we're going to be cooking with hot grease. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to give you an applause for coming in there, representing for strong brothers, for strong husbands, for strong marriages, and for strong power people. You know, I'm just uh, I'm just doing it for, you know, for all my ancient ancestors that's been around, you know, you know, being in Egypt and so forth, you had nothing but strong males and but what made the strong males were the females. You know, because you know, the males were always put out to be the protector of the female. So, you know, I felt it was my duty to, to represent. Well, big brother, um, you make sure you hang on, and, and thank you for tuning in to Zoom In. If this is your first show, like we told you, you can go over to symptometrybooks.com and get all the archives of all 28 shows that we've had before this one. And they've all been some heaters. I mean, straight lava fire with rocket fuel tossed on it. So thank you, big brother, for tuning in, and I'm going to go ahead and get to the next caller, all right? No problem, man. Talk to you later. All right, peace. Caller from the 301-267. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Coach Kyer. This is Seth Templin. How are you? Hey, what's happening? Hey. It's awesome, baby. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, how was your experience this weekend at the symposium? And tell me how you heard about it. Well, first, I want to say um, good evening to Dr. Abbott and good evening to Dr. Narte. Um, I truly, truly, truly had an amazing time at the symposium. I'm ready for him to come back again. It, <laughs> it, it, was, it was awesome. It was very awesome. I mean, I listen to the show every week, but it was some things. He touched on a lot of things that, you know, were just really helpful to me, and it, it was just wonderful. Hmm. What was one of the things that really stood out to you? If you could, uh, if you were to see somebody in an elevator and you only had thirty seconds to tell them something that stood out at the symposium, and you could pick anything, you know, because we had Dr. Abbott spoke, Dr. Um, Dr. Wynette was there. They had the panel where they were taking the Q and A. Dr. Nardi was dropping it. I did a little bit of EFT and some and some qigongs and some breathing, and um, we had a meal. You know, out of all these things, you know, what was one of the things that stood out that you would um, tell somebody why they should be at the next symposium? Um, basically because you know what well, we always say that the quote is the train has left the station, so you should be on board. Um, just basically eating scientifically and that this is something that they really should to come to enjoying because it's really healing and curing people. You know, I mean, we just 
I haven't experienced anything like this since I've been going through what I've been going through. And it's like, it's just amazing. So I would talk up this to anybody. Mm -hmm. Eating scientifically, just being naturing, just doing everything for yourself, you know, just doing stuff for you. So like Dr. Narte says, so you won't be the double loser. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Narte does keep him some quotes, don't he? Don't he have some interesting quotes that just sing? Some interesting quotes. And and so and so plain and so so plain but truthful, you know what I'm saying? That's what I really love about the brother too is he gives me things that like really sticks in my muscle memory. Yes. And I just also wanted to say, you know, I just wanted to send a shout out to Kim. I you know, I really appreciate her um inviting us to the Friday night dinner. Um, it was just, I mean, to meet Dr. Narte is just, was just a wonderful experience for me because, you know, just to be able to meet the person that's actually healing you that only gave me, that gave me a consultation over the phone for 15, 20 minutes and was able to just pinpoint, go through just like that, what my ailments were, you know, somebody like that will, will, truly be remembered in my book for forever. Mm. All day, all day. That's him. They call him Uncle Ian yeah. up in uh, up in up, up in Canada. They call him Uncle Ian. <laughs> so I just wanted to call in just to say that and also I'm on chapter twelve to his new book. Awesome. Wonderful. Good gracious. Now what would you tell somebody about um an in depth study of the most complete person? Where would you rank that in your um in your library? Uh, number one. <laughs> number one. He has put it out there. And when he said he puts it on a level for anybody to understand, yeah, he told the truth in that. That that's that's just putting it plain and simple. I mean, it's just so many things that he laid out in that book to make you just wake up and say, wow, the, all the things that, you know, we've never been taught, and this is our bodies. This is what's going on with us. I was just I was just amazed. I um, can't even put the book down. So is it a chance that if one of your friends comes over and wants to borrow the book, what's the chance of you letting them borrow the book? 100%. Because I'm all about I'm all about putting symptometry out there. So you gonna let somebody borrow your book? If 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 I after I finish reading it, why not? <laughs> we we all need to put the information out there. I know that's right, but I'm gonna guide somebody over and tell them they need to get their own personal copy because I'm writing all in mine. <laughs> I started highlighting, and I thought the yellow pen was gonna run out of yellow. You know, you know how to highlight mm-hmm. was the last. You know, you normally hit four or five lines per page and stuff. And I'm sitting here drawing mm-hmm. squares around a whole paragraph. I'm like, good. Right. What in the world? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is this is definitely up there at the, um, at, up at, at the top of my list as a show enough keeper. Right. Well, baby, I thank you and I appreciate you for calling in. Please stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. I got to get to some more callers. I got a lot of people raising their hands right now, so... 
Stay right there and join us in the mix for the rest of the night, okay? Okay, I will. All right, thanks a lot. Peace. All right, welcome. Call us from the 404. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get the name of where you're calling from? Good evening, Coach Kair. This is Elder Mother Fayola. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> where my horn at? Where my horn at? Oh. And and leave, and let us not forget Elder Hakeem. Oh, you know I got to give him some. Brother Hakeem. That's my big brother right there. That's a man of few words, but when he opened his mouth, it is pure mercury. I'm talking about it's some solids in there. It ain't no, he ain't got no liquids. He just like four or five Jupiters moving along down the line. <laughs> well, we just we just wanted to let you know, even though I don't raise, we don't raise our hand um, every Tuesday. We have been on the calls, but I just wanted to say to you that you did an exceptional job uh, with your presentation, and uh, I'm sure that everyone who was there would um, certainly agree to that. And the the whole weekend, all of the activities on that Saturday were absolutely wonderful. And um, anyone who did not make it, then perhaps they'll be ready to attend the next one uh, if it's within their travel area, and we hope that it would be. So, um Everyone did a great job. Kimberly did a great job. And uh, the meal, the symptometry cooked meal we had was excellent. And many people brought up the uh, idea, wow, what can I eat? Uh, I, I can't eat anything. Well, one would really be surprised that once you get started and get into it, uh, it's almost like a light bulb goes on. And um things just start coming to you in terms of how to uh, prepare your food scientifically. And um, once you get started, you'll be meeting all of these other people who are doing the same things, and you'd be surprised at the recipes uh, and tips that you can get from one another. So have no fear. Just come on in and see what we're doing and uh, get on this train at the next station because it will be pulling out soon again. So. Uh, constantly on the on the move. Woo! One of the things um, that I definitely can agree. I mean, I have to agree with you all the way around. Um, I really love how Dr. Nardi does incorporate the complete person, especially uh, when he allowed me to do the piece about negative energy and positive energy and using the emotional freedom technique. To me, that was um, not just because it was my because it was my particular section, because of the ability to feel feel the joy from assisting someone through nurturing them and removing um, a huge fear and a, and a huge emotional blockage. So, and of course, the food as well. I mean, everybody should be jumping through the phone trying to kiss all over Kimberly and her sister. I mean, the meal on Friday and Saturday was just magnificent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So, and as a matter of fact, I think I got her up in the building, too. Y'all better get up on y'all hands for the president. Get up on y'all feet and put your hands together for the new president of the Virginia chapter of Symptometry, Ms. Kimberly McFarland. (laughs) 
I even think I heard uh, our team in the back talking about Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. And I am so excited about what just happened this past weekend. I am exhausted, but yet I am excited that many lives will be changed as a result of this weekend, as a result of having Dr. Nardi in the house and Dr. Abbott, Dr. Wynick, Coach Kaya, and all of my helpers, as well as my sponsors that came to support me, as well as to hear the message of symptometry. I am so excited. Mm, Well, all I know is, Girl, you showed your behind. That's all I'm saying. I don't even want to go nowhere if you ain't preparing the mo- if you ain't preparing the groceries and if you ain't doing the layout and if you ain't putting your special touch on it and just the nurturing that people felt when they walked into your house and the and the lovely facilities that you have for us. Like if you're not gonna be there, I'm not going. That's just all there is to it. Well, all I tried to do, Kaya, is set the standard of how symptometry is going to be for the next 10,000 years. I put my heart and my soul in it, but I couldn't have done it without my friends who just really stepped up to the plate. And as I just, you know, had a vision in my mind and I and I explained to everyone what I wanted to do and I would just disappear and running all around and when I would come back, things would be done. So I was just excited to know that everyone that did step up to the plate, that they too um, had the same vision and we were able to carry it through the entire weekend. I also would like to make a quick announcement because this just came on the table today that I um, will be at the Health Natural Health Expo this weekend on Sunday um, at the Fairview Marriott, the Pathways Natural Health Expo, where I will be there representing symptometry, and I will have books for sale. So I just wanted to put that out there. I'll be there all day from 8.30 to 5, recruiting, recruiting for the American School of Symptometry. Um, I'm really excited that we have at least five or six students that came out of this weekend um, that are, that is ready to pay their money and lock in the 2012 rate. And I we have a goal of reaching 1,000 new students, and I am going to work really hard this weekend reaching out to all of those 175 vendors, hoping that I can convert some of them into not only clients of symptometry, but as well as students of symptometry as well. This is a dream come true. <laughs> you know what it is. It's just like that. You know. It's awesome, baby. Uh, they ain't ready for you neither. They're not ready, but they better get ready. That's all I can say is... They better get ready because the train has left the station and is getting ready to tear through health uh, conferences all up and down the east and west coast. And we're taking 40 west, too. We're taking 40 west all the way out to L.A. So y'all better get ready. Tune in to Zoom in. Right. And also stay tuned. We'll be coming out with our schedule for 2013. And if you uh, you want your city to be one of the cities that we choose to come to next year, you need to put it out there so that as we're beginning to plan, um, you can, you know, whoever's out there that wants um, their city to uh, to be represented by um, Symptometry, then we can team up together and make that happen as well. So. Hmm. That's teamwork makes a dream work. 
And while we're speaking of that and you're talking about these thousand students that we get, I want to go ahead and pay some of these bills and run this promo for the American School of Symptometry. American School of Symptometry is looking for dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y dot com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 for more information. That's 708-252-3621. American School of Symptometry. That's right, the American School of Symptometry. Uh, if you need to get your prospectus, I will have that on the Symptometry Books website tomorrow. But tonight we do have so many package specials. You should not leave this show without getting your copy of an in-depth study of the most complete person. If you've been studying metaphysics, if you've been studying healthcare. If you've ever heard of Dr. Sabi or uh, Jewel Pulcrum or Dr. Africa or uh, Queen Afua or anything like that, and or if you've ever wanted to read um, the blood type diet, or if you've ever been, if you think if you're a raw vegan or you're a vegetarian or you're just a person who really wants to be fit and optimally healthy. You need to get a copy of an in-depth study of the most complete person. Not only do we have that book by itself, the first one's already been sold from the website tonight. As soon as I put it up, about five minutes later, someone had already ordered their first copy, and Kimberly is already going to Toronto, Canada. So Toronto, Canada is already in the house. Do you hear what I'm saying? I think maybe she might have put her phone on mute. Kimberly, can you oh, hear me? Oh, no, I'm here, Tiger. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I said that the, um, because when I remember when I walked into your house and we saw all the books there, Dr. Nardi says, I haven't even seen the cover yet. And then when I saw the cover, I said, now, this is an amazing thing. And then when I started reading it, it just really just, like I said, turned me upside down. I, I, my post on Facebook is, if you got a, a Art of War or 48 Laws of Power and a Metuneta and a Holy Bible and a Bhagavad Gita and a Circle 7 Quran and you don't have this book, then your library is incomplete. And I'm standing on that statement right there. My library now is very strong. I always kept a strong library, but my library right now is super, super strong. So please visit symptometrybooks.com. Scroll down to the New Package Deals sections. For your instant savings, we have the Founders Package, which includes the new Most Complete Person, the Downside of Nutrition and What to Consume. We have the Family family Health Package, where you get four books, 
You get what to consume. You get the 12 steps of longevity. Intelligent children are not born. They are made and the vaccines for one price. We also have the health champion package where you can get what to consume and an in-depth study of the most complete person for the lower price. And as well, you can also get three books, buy one, get two half off. That's the intelligent children are, are not born, but they are made, the vaccines, and the 12 steps to longevity. I mean, this is what it's about. And that's why when it came on, I, I played that song, I played that cut by Reverend Ike about you deserve the best. Kimberly, don't you feel that health is wealth? Absolutely, Kyle. Without it, I mean, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're sick, what good is your money to you? If you don't, because you can't, you can't, you can buy yourself some some health care through symptometry at a very, very reasonable rate, but if there's nothing else around, so without it, what can you do? What can you do with money if your health is not on point? Nothing. Now, Kimberly, the one thing I really love about symptometry is how we define and give people new definitions for words. And we hear people using the word health all the time. Would, this, would the new president of the Virginia chapter of symptometry please share with us slowly and concisely the definition of health for those people who are new to our call? Health is the reward that the totality of the cells bestowed upon a person who succeeds in aligning his or her mind with the needs of his or her self. One more time. Somebody was writing it, and, and, and they was like, wait a minute, I got to get that. Can you write that down one more time for me? Health is the reward that the totality of the cells that bestows upon a person who successfully succeeds in aligning his or her mind with the needs of his or her selves. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Without further ado, I want y'all to get up on your feet, put your hands together, and introduce my friend and yours, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, and just rec- uh, just just recognize by Stanford University as one of the who's who of the best of the best, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. <laughs> Dr. Nardi, good afternoon, good evening. How are you doing today? Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening, Kimberly. Good evening, Fayola. Good evening, uh, everybody. Canada, everywhere. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We are so glad that you up in the building tonight. Did you get any did you get any rest when you got back to Chicago yesterday? Yes, I did. I did. I did. I I ate I ate I ate yam and I slept and 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 slept. So I am very refreshed now. Yes, you work seven days a week. Everybody, this man works. Seven, he works about eight, nine days a week. I'm trying to figure out where he's getting those other two days from. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a joy and a great and a great pleasure to to be the channel for the fullest fullest expression of um, 
this uh, transcendental message uh, uh, to the rest of mankind. Uh, mankind has been waiting for it. People have died waiting for this, and they, ne they never got it. So let us make make the best use of uh, this uh, subliminal message about the cells, about DNA, about the lymphatic system, and everything. You know, mm. So I'm glad that um, people are listening, and uh, people who have been confused for so many years realized that they were confused and they knew there was something else out there that is right, but they could not lay their finger on it. And finally, they got it. So to them, congratulations also. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dr. Nardi, I want to hear your feedback on this weekend's, this weekend's magnificent program in, uh, in Virginia. Like you had some of us after the symposium was over and you gave us your feedback, but I'd like for you to share with the galaxy, because you know this is a galactic broadcast, I'd like for you to share with the galaxy some of your feelings, some of the things that you noticed, and how you feeling right now about the results of the symptometry symposium in Virginia just this past weekend. Well, um, uh, this is this is a, this is a straight A plus, and uh, um, there is there is absolutely no uh, no second thought about this grading. Um, uh, Dr. Abbott also uh, and his team uh, did a, a wonderful performance in uh, Greensboro, and this also is up there. And uh, uh, Kimberly was just dazzling. Uh, uh, Kimberly's sister uh, will be will be awarding her uh, a license uh, for. And that will be that will be a license with a number in uh, symptometry culinary science, you know. And uh, the, the board will be meeting soon, and uh, this will be this will be table. And then once it is adopted, uh, she will she will get her license. Um, I was there. I was uh, at the dinner, and then uh, I ate the food. And it passed all tests. And it's good for vegetarian. It's good for vegan. It's good for uh, one day meal eaters is good for uh, two day, I mean, two, two meal eaters a day, and so on and so forth. And even the food uh, was not enough. Uh, they, they ran out of food on the symposium day. They ran out of food, and uh, uh, I mean, the, the food tasted so good. So um, I look at my email today, and uh, uh, Kimberly had emailed me uh, Marjorie's. Uh, uh, address and all that that was what we needed uh, before the the meeting um so that she gets a license and then I uh, will be sending the license to print and then uh, when it comes the chairman of the board will sign it uh the registrar the registrar also of the american school will will sign it and this is the normal procedure for signing a license you know so uh that this is big this is big she passed all the tests uh dr Wanek, dr Abbott. Tammy Stokes, Coach Kair, Fayola and her husband, Kimberly, Shanida, uh, Marjorie McFarland, they all did an excellent job. All of them, we doubted out. So if you want my assessment, it's a straight A+. Plus. Uh, there, there's, there's no looking back, no regrets at all. Uh, they've done an excellent job. Someone in the chat room, Dr. Nardi, just uh, just posed a question to me. I was telling them that the list of 
the books that I have in my library that I consider the cream rises to the top. Like on my bookshelf, I have um, my bookshelves are, you know, things that I would not let go out of the house. I have it on the very top shelf, and then I work my way down because cream rises to the top. And uh, I was naming some of the books that I already have on my top shelf, which are, you know, Metunetter, uh, the Circle 7 Quran, the Holy Bible, the Prophet by Khalil Gibran, uh, the Art of War, which is my personal favorite. And someone said, well, what about the Holy Tablets? That is a very good question. And right now I am doing two thumbs up and approval. If you have a Holy Tablet in your possession, or if you have been reading the Holy Tablets for any amount of time on planet Earth, you need your library is not complete if you do not have an in-depth study of the most complete person, period, period. And that is from someone who's been studying the Holy Tablets ever since 1997. So, um, And I'm not just saying that to try to pull nobody's chain. I'm talking about the dynamic DNA explosions that were going off as I was reading the book. You know, I feel... I feel books. I don't read books. I feel books. And I gauge them on the way my DNA explodes as I read them or my DNA does not explode. And so for a long time, it's been very hard for my DNA to explode. When I read The Downside of Nutrition, I had DNA, I had, I had DNA explosions. When I read What to Consume, I had DNA explosions. But this new and in-depth study of the most complete person, I'm having hydrogen bombs being dropped inside my DNA right now. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm suggesting that people go ahead and get over to the site. If you saw the cover, if you saw the cover, you would already know that there's um there's no there's no reason uh, to even wait or hesitate any longer. So please go ahead and get you some hydrogen bombs pushing off in your own DNA. Um, Dr. Nardi, as you know, I left from Virginia late uh, late Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on, right. Yeah. On the way mm -hmm. to the beach. And yeah. the person I was riding with saw the book in my lap. I didn't even have it in my book bag. And they, yeah. were, they took the book out and was reading it out loud. They had an eight-year-old son in the back and told him to be quiet and pay attention. That was just mm -hmm. on the forward and on chapter one. And this person had never even been exposed to symptometry. And they just opened the book up. And I, I was saying, well, you know, you can start from the beginning or whatever. And they opened the book up. And the first place they came to, she said, I want to know where the book wants me to be introduced to it at. And I'm going to give it <laughs> to a lot of people. Sometimes you can just pick a book up and just clear your mind and just let it open up for you somewhere. And then that book will talk to you and reach out. And do you know what chapter she opened up to? No. Chapter 7, Understanding a Person. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And I mean, and then she started reading out loud. And I hadn't even got to chapter 7 yet. And I was just, I mean, I almost got a ticket. I think I was running about 90 miles an hour down the highway. <laughs> I think my blood was trying to move at the speed of light. So uh, right. this was this is this, this is an amazing joy. 
Um, the people were looking at me down in Wilmington, North Carolina, as I was walking on the beach with my bag and my blanket and my book in my hand. And they were saying, well, what, what is what is he about? All that long hair and he got that book with the man on the cover with the <laughs> DNA and all those formulas on there. Where is he going to do? He's not going to get in the water? I said, no, I'm going to go lay down here in some of this sun and some of this good salt water air and um, just get prepared to just soak it in tonight. So I'm um, I'm thoroughly happy for um, this this jewel that you have unleashed, and I am getting ready to hit you with a barrage of questions. So I need you to relax, take a nice big breath, maybe kick your shoes off or get you a pick. I know you like to pick your hair out sometimes, but <laughs> we're getting ready to take it on back to the old school tonight, Dr. Nardi, on this book. Okay, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, You have already blessed us with the downside of nutrition, which explains one of the largest illusions that is being perpetrated in the world right now. Then next, you gave us the downside, I mean, on what to consume, because you knew that people needed to know what were the foods that had been tested, scientifically tested on the chromatography machine in order to know who had the most and who had the least amount of nutrient blockers. Who could you digest? What food could you digest and produce soft debris versus disease and hard debris? What was on your mind when you initially got the assignment to write an in-depth study of the most complete person. Um, I don't know what happened, but I started laying the groundwork for this because my mission, uh, my mission was to write a book that transcends anatomy physiology, a book. That transcends cell biology. A book that transcends biochemistry. And all these scientific disciplines that relate to health should be put together. And it should be very simple to read. So that even an eighth grader who reads it will be able to understand. And the purpose for anyone to understand after reading the book is to be able to draw attention to a person who is making a dietary or a lifestyle mistake. Know who you are. You are a target. Wherever you go, you are a target. This should be one facet. We have hormones. We have enzymes. What are they? They are transmitting signals. So a person is a communication system. And we put electricity, quantum physics, all this is together without mentioning all these big names. The purpose of writing book, this book 
by using by this style is to make it available to 6.9 billion inhabitants on planet Earth. This is the objective, and this has been my assignment. My assignment did not start three years ago or four years ago. No, 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 no. My assignment started in 
Krallen! <laughs> Dr. Naughty was a little on edge about where was his, where was his book at? <laughs> where is my book? So, and I do have to say, when he came in to the meal on Friday, I got to the books before he did because everybody talked about I was looking for the book. I said, "Oh, I said, was that was what was in those boxes by the door?" He said, "That's my book." I said, "Well, very good." He says, "I have not seen it yet." I said, "Okay, I'm going to get my copy." So, yeah. <laughs> now, Doctor Nardi, I know that you just said that. You wanted it to be very simple. You wanted to um, make sure it would be readable, understandable, not over people's head. It will be easily digestible, just like a scientific meal. But in the meantime, sometimes when you do something, you can affect more people than what you intention, what you set out to affect. Do you remember when we had the EFT session with the young lady? This weekend, and after it was over, all the people in the audience raised their hand and says they have felt something, a change as well. That's correct. Well, in this book, in just in the just in the introduction, just in the introduction, I would like to read just a little bit of the introduction and give my opinion on some of the people. Who are be, some other people who are being affected? Okay. Current therapeutics have never defined a person. Studying anatomy and physiology creates the impression that when anatomical parts are studied and the role that each part plays is known, the root of human disease will be clear and it will become easy to cure diseases. This has proven to be a complete illusion. How could a premise that has been wrong for over 5,000 years be right all of a sudden in this day and age? This is impossible. The cells make up each anatomical part, but currently the cell is studied separately in cell biology. Also, the anatomical parts are studied separately in a class of anatomy and physiology. This is erroneous because cells communicate with each other all the time in order to facilitate optimal body functioning. Studying anatomy and physiology is ideal for training surgeons, anesthesiologists, gynecologists, and obstetricians, diagnosticians, and nurses, these are critical care and disease treatment professionals. They are not health maintenance professionals because they don't know what health is. Health maintenance professionals who want to know how to address the needs of a cell, the needs of the cells must study a person. Now, Dr. Nardi. Yes, sir. You know, you know that some people's toes got stepped on in those. That's, that's not even two full pages. I just stopped. That's not even two yes. full pages. Now, I know that you are not a people pleaser. You have made that quite clear. 
but you said that these people are not health maintenance professionals. Yes. What are you insinuating um, by that statement? All, all I'm, all I'm, all I'm insinuating is that they are not what they say they are, and what? they themselves they know it. <laughs> they are not what they say they are. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back by by the ancient credo belief. Let's go there by the ancient saying: "Physician, heal thyself." Physicians have pacemakers. Many physicians have diabetes. Many physicians have cancer. So this runs counter to what the old saying has been stating all these years. If you cannot heal yourself, then you have symptometry now to show you a different way of doing things so that you have results. You have to say it. If you don't say it, for 5,000 years, since Claudius Gallen established allopathic medicine in ancient Greece, now ancient in the ancient Roman Empire, I mean, what has what has come out of it? Practically nothing. Mm. They tried this, it didn't work. They tried that, it didn't work. Then Paracelsus started that he stated that poisons should be used. He was the poison man. It was he who started the use of poisons in allopathic medicine. And then and then and then alchemists found a way to introduce mercury. And this was called calomel. Eh? And this went on and on and on. They know it. It's not something that I'm making up. They know it. <laughs> they they know we're not making anything up. And 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 for me, I'm a team player. So if my team captain says something, Uncle N, then I start saying we say it. I say it too, darn it. That's what I say. We say it. And they know they don't know what they're talking about. So I just wanted to and the and the use of the word professionals, that means that you are questioning well, I'm not gonna say you questioning, but we, it has been insinuated by the tone and the way this is laid out that the best professional um healthcare treatment um the best professional healthcare providers are not medical doctors. But they they they, they know it. <laughs> I mean I mean who who defined health who defined health to meet the standards of logic? Only symptomatry did it. Yeah? We, I mean it's two cells brought us into this world. Two cells, one from the female, one from the male. They kept dividing and dividing and dividing until they produced a whole human being. And then, if you want to be healthy, you are going to leave the cells out of a definition? There must be something wrong. So we are, we are giving people the opportunity 
to rethink. We are not saying that medical school is useless. No, no, no. Medical school is an is, is institution that trains surgeons, anesthesiologists, pathologists, medical examiners. We need all these people. These are professionals whose, whose, whose help we need. But when it comes to health, what it takes to be healthy, there is only one school on this planet that is populated by 7.5 billion inhabitants and 196 countries. And there is only one school, and that school is American School of Symptometry. Period. Now, Dr. Nardi, when you say period and you write a book like this, you know that you may open yourself up to be challenged by some other uh, people in other uh in other in other um, healing modalities, especially though the herbalist in the no 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 no, uh, I have no problem with herbalist. My uncle Doctor Nadi, I mean, <laughs> he's a well he was a well known herbalist. So this is this is this is this is nothing. I have no problem with herbalist. I treat herbalist. <laughs> I treat herbalist. So I have no problem with herbalist. My own cousins, my, from my father's side, eh? he's, he's not suffering from palpitation. He has been, he has been an, an herbalist for over 32 years. He can, he, he's so gifted that he can go into the, in the forest right now and pick certain leaves, and he knows exactly what these leaves do. Now you ask him, you ask him, what exactly in this leaf is the one is is, is uh, what exactly is in this leaf is responsible for healing the ulcer? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So he is now relying on me. You go to the chromatographic lab to tell him what is in that leaf. And here we are in the United States. We cannot bring all these things here to the United States because they will have to be fumigated at the port of entry. So once they are fumigated at the port of entry by the, by, by, by the by federal law, Department of uh, uh, Agriculture law, well, it's going to be contaminated. So I have no way of testing this and not to isolate the chemical that is responsible for producing desmosomes. Desmosomes are the proteins that the cells produce in order to attach themselves to one another. This is, these are desmosomes. A person who is not producing desmosomes will have ulcers because there will be no attachment proteins. He, he's a herbalist. He doesn't know this. He's too scientific. So if herbalists want to learn something about science, in order to enhance the efficiency, mm-hmm. there is a school for them. And that school is American School of Symptometry. No other I don't, have, I don't have any problem with herbalists at all. <laughs> they are my cousins. They don't have any problem with them. <laughs> Dr. Nardi, uh, 
Okay. Someone in the chat room. I'm trying to. I love my audience. You know I love my audience, right, Dr. Nardi? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Very enlightened, yes. Yes. And But, you know, I have my own questions, too. But tonight I'm going to put their needs before mine. Cause well, they, that's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. They can't wait. If they would let me just go ahead with my format, I would go ahead and show them something. But they want me to ask another couple questions, so <clears throat> I got to combine it. Um, and I asked um, Dr. Wynek. She she came and ate she came and sat down at lunch with me at my table on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was going to ask her. Um, I knew that I knew that a lot of people had questions, but I had to get the astrology question out, and she was perfect. You didn't even get to hear that. I hope you get to watch the video when you went up to do your interview. I asked her about astrology, and okay. oh oh oh, she did it. She. If her and Ra Aku ever get in the same room, it's over, Doctor Nardi. It's over. That's good. That's good. That's good. Gonna, nobody else is gonna get to say nothing. So one of the things I asked uh, Doctor Weinick at the table, and now I want to ask you. Many times on the show, people who have been listening from my audience have 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 depended <clears throat> and used the basis of their interjection from internet research and you normally reply who is the internet who are they they are not scientists is that your normal reply yes 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 because because the internet the internet you see the internet is a search engine a search engine is always not complete it's a search engine it's not always so complete. There are keywords that you that there are keywords that you use, and there are many people who can just post an article on the internet and then slap the slap PhD under their name. <laughs> okay, okay. So now watch this, Doctor Nardi. So um, a brother in the chat room or a sister, someone says <clears throat> that. In looking for certain information, they cannot find it on the internet. Would you please, in your own words, let people know that scientists have different databases that regular people who just go on the internet do not have access to? For example, when you say enzyme 22, you know me, I go to Google immediately. I type That's in correct. enzyme 22, and I can't find it. I type in That's enzyme correct. 3, I can't find it. I, I type in enzyme 47, I can't find it. And I know the results are coming from the gas chromatography machine. Will you please, please elaborate on why these databases are not available to the public and people cannot find this and why people should stop depending and trusting wholeheartedly and blindly things they find or cannot find on the internet. Well, uh, not only that. Uh, okay, I will, I will. I will discuss. I will discuss that uh, in a moment. Um, they said that I went on the internet and I typed symptometry, and everything goes back to you. And, <laughs> and, and then I, I look at them. I look at them with uh, great fascination. So you type symptometry, 
and everything goes back to, to you, Dr. Nazi. So what does it tell you? You are talking to the founder of symptometry. Everything, everything has a source. You see? Now, when you are talking about enzymes, you have to be an enzymologist. Enzymologists have their data bank, and they have their username and their password. Are you an enzymologist to get on into this data bank? And once you become once you become an authority in what you are doing, you are given the license to name whatever you have discovered. You have the license to name whatever you have discovered. This is how it is done in the scientific world. Sir Isaac Newton discovered what? He discovered gravity. So he named it the law of gravity. This is how it is done in science. You discover it, you name it. Just like in the galaxy, if you discover a star, you can name it after you. Exactly. You discover it, you name it. You don't discover it, fine, you repeat it. This is how it is done. You don't, you don't discover it, you repeat it. But you discover it, you name it. Mm. So enzyme 1, enzyme 2, enzyme 32, 76, and all that, the one who discovered it is the one who named it. That is science. And then you are going on the internet. I'm going to check enzyme 32. Who discovered it? Who did this? What does enzyme 32 do? And all No, 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 no. That's why it is done. So the same thing also applies to uh, mic microbiology. Look at Okay, who discovered who discovered the, 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 the bacterium called gonorrhea? It's called is Neisira, Dr. Neisira gonorrhea, who discovered the bacterium that he named gonorrhea. You see, this is how it is done. Who discovered syphilis? <laughs> who discovered syphilis? Who, dis who discovered chlamydia? Who discovered herpes? You discover it, you name it. This is science. So some people need to be educated on how the scientific world operates. So when you are going on the internet, when you are going on the internet, you don't, if, if you cannot find certain, certain words or you cannot get certain answers, then I'm sorry. It does not mean it does not exist. It means you don't have the user name and you don't have the password to access this data bank. Mm. So you do not prescribe to the practice of what I may call them, quote unquote, <clears throat> internet physicians. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I, w I would never recommend, I would never recommend uh that someone, someone, someone uh, gets gets something from 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 from, uh, from from the internet because you need somebody who should be able to guide you step by step. You know, you can you can you can go on the search engine and then get a, a person's name and credentials, fine. And then from there you follow you, you follow it up. 
you know, in real life, in real life situations. But if you do not have access to such a person, and you just you just use these words, I mean, uh, you will not be able to do that. You will not be able to get it right. Um, let's discuss uh, about water, about water, for instance, about water. You know, you, there is something called water science. It is water science that they use to to uh, uh, they, they use at the water treatment plant in Greensboro, in uh, Chicago, in Washington D.C. and all that. Is they use water science. You have to know water science. And if you want to know uh, uh, a lot about uh, sodium fluoride, you want to know a lot about chlorine, you want to know about this, you, you don't go on the Internet to research all this. You are just going to have the literature of chlorine. That's it. But how chlorine um, combines with ammonia to produce chloramines? No, this is, this is water science. So the, the message, the, the knowledge that you acquired on the Internet is too limited. It's too limited. If you don't, if you don't study water science, you will not know how chloramines uh, causes acid reflux. You will not know, you will not know how chloramine uh, causes burning, burning, scalding of the skin. Even though you, were not, you, were not, uh, uh, you have not been burned by hot water, you know, but all of a sudden, your skin is burning. And you have scars on your skin. Deep scars on your skin. This is, this, is what, this is what chloramide causes. And chloramide is very alkaline. 10.5. And what do you do? You see people who drink alkaline water at 10.5. It is the same alkalinity as chloramide. So all this detailed scientific information is, all, they are, is only available to a scientist who has a username and a password. <clears throat> and, and that's my thing. And I, sometimes I get a little sarcastic, but people think that their passion is what makes them a scientist. Is, <laughs> is your Because somebody, you know, um, there was a person... There was a person at the symposium while you were on your break, and he said, they call me the water man. He didn't say his name was Dr. This, or he said they call me the water man. And, but he sells congen water. That's what he does. And he has done some research, and he came and tried to ask Dr. Wynette and Dr. Abbott some questions about the shape of the molecules of water and so on and so forth. And uh, Dr. Abbott and Dr. Weinick just easily answered the question because they are scientists. Do you feel that passion alone and owning an alkaline water machine qualifies you as a official scientist? No, 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 no. A scientist is a person who makes a discovery and explains the phenomenon. That is a scientist. And another scientist can verify independently the results of the scientist. That is science. So when Sir Francis Bacon in 1565 
lay down the parameters of verifiable and experimental science, he insisted that science be independently verifiable. So you do, cannot just get up one morning and yeah, be driven by a passion and call yourself a scientist. No. <laughs> I must, because I know the lines are getting ready to light up when I let people call in, but I must continue in just to forward. I'm not giving people the chapter one or chapter two tonight. I'm, I told people that the young lady opened up the book to chapter seven and the book spoke to her. Uh, and I told people they need to get the book. Um, don't worry, we have plenty of copies. We will not run out. But I do want to go a little bit further in, and get some response from you because I have another question before I open up the oh, line. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> from the introduction. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. If you have a question, please uh, press 1, turn your speakers down, and I'll be getting to you very shortly. In a person are cells. In each cell are hydrogen, the hottest gas, nitrogen, the most abundant gas, and oxygen, the sustainer of human life. Then in each cell are forces and a nucleus. <clears throat> Dr. Nardi. <clears throat> that one paragraph has never been explained to me in all of my um, academic classroom participations in well over 16 years. I have never, <laughs> never heard or read or been demonstrated the simplicity of life forms put to me like that. It makes me enthusiastic about studying microbiology and quantum dynamics and the rest of the field of symptometry. How how did you make it so simple where it's been so complicated for so long, but you just identified hydrogen, the hottest gas, nitrogen, the most abundant, and oxygen, the sustainer of human life, and then in each cell are forces and a nucleus. How did you... How did you just make that happen in less than three sentences? No, you see, when you know something, you don't use too many words. You just use a few words to express a ton. That's what. That's, that's how you do it. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, when you when you hear you know look at look at look at the way I speak I go straight to the point and then it's brief and very simple and that's it this has been my style and when you study chemistry you will know that hydrogen is the hottest gas and the sun the sun that you see over there is nothing but ninety five percent to ninety six percent hydrogen and look at the hydrogen bomb. The one that was dropped on Hiroshima. Look at how it was hot. The whole place was so hot. 
for so many hours because of hydrogen. So this confirms hydrogen as the hottest gas. Mm. That's it. Then from there, you study, you study chemistry again, and you see that nitrogen occupies 75% of the atmosphere. It is, not it is not oxygen. It is nitrogen that occupies 75% of the atmosphere. So I didn't mention all these percentages. No, because I want eighth graders to read and understand. <clears throat> okay, why? Why, Dr. Nardi, is it important? Now, you know I love the children. Why is it important that an eighth grader get back to cell nourishment? Why is it important as, at, 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 at the eighth grade level that these children must be introduced to cellular biology? It is very important because these eighth graders have a lot of talents. These eighth graders have a lot, a lot of talents. And instead of us allowing these talents to be fully and properly expressed, we suppress these talents in these young children. And this is not right. When these young children express their intelligence, their talents, and their gifts, this world will be a totally different place. So this is why I was asked to target or to focus on eighth graders. Make it simple for an eighth grader to read. There are many professors who who, who read who read uh, some of my books, and they say, oh, uh, "It's too simplistic. Life is not as simplistic as you project." I say, understand, understand. That's why instead of saying to understand, you say to comprehend. Why can't you use understand? Why do you have to use comprehend? To show that you attended big schools? No. Use to understand. Simple English. And an eighth grader will understand. So let us focus on the eighth graders. And from the 8th grade, you have moved to the 9th grade, 10th grade, 12th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. Then you go to the university. And on and on. You keep things simple. So that when this 8th grader becomes a professor in the future, he or she will use simple English, simple expressions. That's how it is done. Mm. <clears throat> That's the visionary that I have fell in love with, with Dr. Maxwell Nardi, to be able to encompass something before it happens, to be prepared to have that kind of uh, have that kind of insight or, or 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 forethought and visionary skills to bring it forth on a level like that. Let me let me continue. We're almost finished because it's only three pages. That's the other thing. These chapters are so short. I mean, <laughs> the chapters are so short. It's like um, I don't want to be too crude with it and take anything away from it. But um, you know, the, 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 the reason is I want to give the reader 
a sense of accomplishment. That is the purpose of writing short chapters. Mm. You are dealing with people who have a short attention span. An eighth grader has a short attention span. He wants to leave the book and go and play. He wants to leave the book and go. Don't give him or her a reason to drop the book. No! Make it short. <laughs> not not only do eighth graders have a short attention span, but <laughs> people who smoke a lot of marijuana have a short attention spans. People who drink a lot of alcohol, uh, people who eat uh, brown rice, people who eat a lot of oranges, people who eat a lot of nuts, people who eat a lot of kale and eat a whole bunch of spinach and carrots. Those people have short attention spans. People who have cancer, they have short attention spans. They trying to live out here. They ain't got time to be reading no book that's complicated and go looking up nothing. <laughs> so I definitely, and I'm glad, I'm so happy that, like, I was beating myself up about writing my first book because it wasn't done yet. But I want to incorporate so many messages and also styles, like Bruce Lee. Anytime people see Bruce Lee, they see his teacher, regardless, that's right. yeah. regardless of whether he says his teacher's name or not. When you see Bruce Lee, you see Ip Man. Some people call it Wing Chun, but I mean, um, they may call it Bruce Lee style Jeet Kune Do, but you know that it came from Ip Man and Wing Chun, and it's the foundation of his art. And so I'm so happy and grateful that I will be writing on an eighth grade level these next three <laughs> books that I'm getting ready to publish. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna make some people angry. Okay, wait a minute. Let me get let me get back to this. Um, when a person is studied in this detail an entirely different manner, all of the noted problems and complexities will be exposed. Once the problems and complexities have been exposed, the root of all health-related problems will also be exposed. Upon these exposures, it will be easy to formulate a health restoration procedure that will properly address the needs of the person's cells and mind. Dr. Nardi, what is health? Health is a reward that the totality of the self bestows on a person who succeeds in aligning the desires of his or her mind with the needs of his or her cells. The rest, the the health restoration procedure. Please make a comment on the health restoration procedure. You just gave us the definition of health. <clears throat> yeah. So what about the health. restoration procedure? The health restoration procedure encompasses. Uh, it includes the <clears throat> the foods the the foods that you have to eat scientifically. Nurturing nurturing that is very very indispensable to healing. The water you drink so that you clear cell drought, the kind of water you drink is very, very important. And then how to remove blockages from your cells, sanitize your blood and your lymphatic system. <laughs> this is the procedure for health restoration. So that the blood that flows through your body, throughout, throughout your entire body, will go to your mind 
and would bring the nutrients to your mind so that when the brain cells divide, they will be able to produce brain essentials for brain regulators, brain stoppers, and so on and so forth. This is how a person will be healthy from head to toe on all the seven fronts. That is health restoration. <clears throat> Dr. N- Dr. Nardi, let me let me bring in one of uh, what I call um, these symptometrists. These official professional uh, health restoration providers, which we, what you call symptometrists, I call them uh, rocket fuel dealers. Let me open the line up for one of these rocket fuel dealers in the building. Uh, for, uh, more than 14 years in the Asian medicine field, acupuncture, uh, natural medicine, body talk, qigongs, luhu bafa, uh, a great husband, um, a great friend, a great student, and a great teacher. I want y'all to put y'all hands together for my man, Dr. Abbott. Uh, can you please give me some um, jet fuel over here, some rocket fuel on pump three, please? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I just thought the sun came up again with all that great information you just gave out about you guys. But I tell you, it was, I tell you, it's great to connect with you guys again today. Good evening, Dr. Nadi, Coach Kaya. Yeah, good evening, good evening, Dr. Abbott. Yeah, and uh, I, I know I'm... I'm chiming in late, but I, I, I was, I've been listening for the last half an hour or so, and I, I just was like, oh, man, this is really good because the book, the latest book that was released is just a doozy. And uh, Tammy, she's been reading it all uh, all day and, every, and things of that nature. So uh, the word is getting out now, and I really am excited about the interest for the American School of Symptometry that's coming up now. We're getting just so many uh, inquiries about it, calls and inquiries about whatever happened in Alexandria over the weekend, it lit a lit more of a fire for those who, who want to come to the school. So I'm, I'm just really excited about that. Well, I called... I called the uh, director of operations for symptometry, um, a, a brother named Harold, and I, I warned him, I warned him, Dr. Nardi, that there was only going to be two two choices that were going to have to be made at headquarters of symptometry in Westchester, Illinois. Do you know what those two choices were? No. <laughs> I, I told him, I said, you're going to have to find these people and give them their money back and don't let anyone see this book ever or you're going to have to be ready for DEFCON 4. (laughs) And the director of operations, he got quiet. I said, "Uh, sir, will you please tell me how you're going to proceed next? Are you going to go find these people? And give them their money back, and take and take these books back because the streets are not ready for this information. <laughs> he said, he said, no, I'm going to choose the other option, and we are go ahead and going to roll with DefCon Four. So <laughs> and that's it. Dr. Abbott, it came straight from the um, director of operations. He said, we go go ahead and move on up to DefCon Four. 
Wow. Well, you know how they do over there at at uh, headquarters. <laughs> you know, they lay it down, and that's it. It just keeps on rolling. So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dr. Nardi, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Dr. Nardi, I'm so happy that Dr. Uh, Abbott came in when he did, even though I have already played um, the commercial for um, the, the the American School of Symptometry, what I like to do is let Dr. Uh, there was a question in the chat room. I think of an, another potential student has popped up. Kimberly said that she already knows she got five potential students already from the symposium this weekend who are ready to take their test before the tuition fees go up. And That's another true, yeah. question just came in, and I'd like to direct it to Dr. Abbott. Uh, what are the requirements to apply to the American School of Symptometry? Okay, there are several ways to come into the American School of Symptometry, but the first, first and foremost is that the person be serious about health and science, that they really want to learn and get involved in being of service for the future, for, the, for themselves, and first of all, that they are interested in, in seeing themselves healed and working with symptometry in that first in that capacity. Secondly, they have to take a entrance examination, which at at this time it, 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 it we use the book the downside of nutrition. So they need to purchase the downside of nutrition and apply for the scholarship and also. Um, and and um, and there are several ways you, you can get scholarships there, which which uh, which we which we will uh, send information and via email for them. And um, also, the person must um, be ready to um, to to be a part, become a part of the school, and and they have to submit a hundred dollars to take the entrance examination. Uh, they they need to have a postgraduate certificate for the for the for the um, two year program in general uh, centimetrics, which is a specialty course. And then even if they don't, and, and we also accept those who have uh, bachelor degrees or masters or PhDs. So it really doesn't matter where a person comes in. Symptometry looks at everyone on a level playing field. So a person can be a Ph.D., they will have to come in and take the entrance examination just like someone who has a high school diploma. So what we're doing is, as, as Dr. Nardi says, these books are written for those on an eighth-grade level. So anyone with the ability to communicate at that level Symptometry will we will work with you to help develop <laughs> those latent talents that every human being has. Because our our goal is to have 1,000 symptometrists by 2015, as has been stated many times before, and that's our goal. So we have to be able to polish up those who need polishing and and from start to finish. Great, Tim Thomas. 
Let's go ahead and run to that commercial break, pay some bills real quick, and then we'll be right back. Take some of these callers, 347-205-9089. I see all of you in the queue. I will be getting each each and every one of you, please. I'm only going to be able to get you one question because I think I see Cherokee in here tonight. So you only get one question tonight. Let me go around one time, and then I'll come back to you. Hold on tight. American School of Symptometry is looking for dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 for more information. That's 708-252-3621. American School of Symptometry. It's awesome, baby! Hello? Yes. Hi. This is Tammy Stokes, the admissions director for the American School of Symptometry. Hello? Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm okay. listening. All right, all right. Thank you, Dr. I just wanted to um, let everyone know about the three scholarships that were mentioned in the commercial. So um, the first one is the Founders Scholarship, and that is for brilliant people who score a 92% or higher on the entrance exam. And throughout the course of their uh, coursework or their programming, whichever program they choose to start with, they do not have to retake an exam. So their uh, the cost of their tuition and their books and fees would be taken care of because they are exhibiting wonderful qualities and showing the um, the character traits that we need for a symptometrist. We also have the board scholarship, which can be in a partial scholarship or a full scholarship. For the board scholarship, we're really looking for people who are going to go back into their communities and to really do the work of um, symptometry by starting chapters in areas and countries and different provinces, wherever you are, we want you to get the word out, start some groups, uh, make it known to everyone. And then also, it could be, again, the partial or full, all your information, your books and things will be taken care of if you have the full and for the partial a portion, obviously, thereof would be taken care of. We also would offer treatment to a family member. They would not be eligible for books, but they could have treatment um, that would be free of charge. The other one, which is, I think, the easiest, would be for the referral 
and that is simply telling everybody about symptometry. And as you become healed and you start to have changes and you go through the clearing of blockages in your body and healing yourself, then you can share that joy with everyone. They will see it in you, and that's the easiest way to get some of your, uh, to reduce your, your tuition. So there are many ways to obtain uh, a reduced rate or no rate, no tuition, for attending the American School of Symptometry. We look forward to people sending in those inquiries off the website. And, again, if you have any information, that's 708-252-3621. Thank you for listening. It's awesome, baby! And I want to, I, I, I really want to add and emphasize this point about what exactly are you getting as a graduate of the American School of Symptometry. In four years, you will be able to heal any disease on the planet. So let me talk to all the 26-year-olds that are listening. By the time you're 30, you're going to be doctor whoever. Let me talk to all the 35-year-olds. Before you turn 40, you're going to be able to heal any disease on the planet. And as you've seen me say lately, we ain't claiming, we curing. We ain't claiming, we curing. We got 95% success rate over here, and it's only going to get better because the more students that we have come in, the more information we will be able to share. And as Dr. Nardia says over and over again, there are no shortages of projects. Are there, Dr. Nardia? That's correct. That's true. Yes. All right. I better get to some of these callers before some of these people get my home address and start start doing bad things. Uh, be careful over there. I'm sorry, Dr. Abbott, what'd you say? I said be careful over there. You know, people are really loving symptometry these days. Right, 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 right. Uh, caller from the, the 607-589. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace. Good evening. This is Courtney. It's calling from upstate oh, New Courtney, York. Courtney, yeah. Yeah, Courtney, yeah. Yes, hello. Uh, yeah. I haven't been here in a while, and I... Uh, the homecoming <laughs> I miss everyone. This is great. Um, I just I had a quick testimony and also a question. Um, I just there's this really awful cold going around our area, and um, I only had enough of a remedy from Dr. Nardi for my babies, my twin babies, to deal with the cold. And then I dealt with all my other children with the regular homeopathics based on my old knowledge. And my babies healed within 48 hours. Mucus dried up. They didn't get a cough. They're done. The other kids are still, you know, they didn't get as bad as the rest of the kids in the town, but they are still dealing with it. I'm still having to treat them. The remedies are not as effective. Even it's like the best stuff I have, and it's still not licking this. So that's just one um, thing. I'm really just so thankful for the um, the laser precision of these remedies from these particulates, I should say, from Dr. Nardi. You can, it does, it really works on a, a different level. If anyone listening is new to this and you know about homeopathics and wondering what's the deal, I can really bear witness to that they are much more effective and it's a whole different thing. And I give thanks for that. And um, I was just wondering if you could 
speak about um, how important it is to eat scientifically with the 45 foods because um, I I felt a real difference in my life from April to June um, when I was, you know, working with the different particulates for myself, eating scientifically. And then we are farmers. We're organic farmers. So we haven't started growing with symptometry in mind. We had all the regular crops planted that we normally do. So we have tons of carrots, lots of spinach, cabbage. <laughs> you know, we have all these foods that are not on the list, cucumbers. And um, I was seeing certain gains with my children and their behavior and attention spans. And it's that's why I haven't been here. It's been over the top. It's been like everything's been out the window because they're eating all these foods that aren't on the list. So, um, I'll, you know, listen to what you have to say. I would just... Um, really want to hear about how important it is to make everything more effective because I feel like I'm um, swimming against the tide here that uh, it makes such a huge difference and I give thanks that I can really see it and that we're going to correct that because soon all those crops will be harvested and we're making a new plan for next growing season <laughs> so all that stuff isn't on the table but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that, there's one thing you have to there's one thing you have to know about high potassium foods. Um, high potassium foods, especially when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to temper tantrums, uh, children with uncontrollable behavior. I, I was giving you an example. I don't know uh, whether I gave the example in uh, in Virginia, where I had my my granddaughter. Uh, you know, I always talk about my granddaughter, and uh, we have. We visit. Uh, uh, my daughter came with her and to, to pay us a visit, and you know she would just stop, start crying, just like that, and uh, or she would sleep and wake up in the middle of the night and start yelling and screaming. And you give her, you give her food she doesn't want. She throws everything away and all that. Then I told, I told, <laughs> I told my my daughter, what did you give her? I give it normal food. I mean, I said, fine, okay, that's good, all right. I just want to know what and what you gave her. That's all I'm asking. I don't want. I don't. I don't want a long story. Okay, she told me what she gave her, and I said, all right. At the moment, your daughter, who is my grandchild, is overproducing inflammatory products, and uh, we have to stop that. I said, but how do you know that? You are asking me how do I know that? Okay, all right. Take this particulate. Start giving it to your to your daughter. And she started. And the temper tantrum vanished. The child became lovely as lovely as a little angel. Say, but how did you know that? I say yes. Excess potassium reacts with salt in blood to produce inflammatory products. And if these inflammatory products get to the brain tissue, certain parts of the brain tissue will become inflamed. And the child cannot take it. This is what causes temper tantrums. So this is what you do. You have to know the kind of foods you feed the child. You have to deconstruct his foods and separate the ones that have too much potassium from the ones from those that do not have too much potassium. 
and you feed the child the ones that have the smallest amount of potassium. This is what is called scientific eating. She doesn't eat carrots. She doesn't eat cucumber. And all. unfortunately, this is what is on your farm. <laughs> this is what is on your farm. And my, my daughter, my daughter cannot thank me enough for bringing peace to her home. She lives in Minnesota. I mean, she's so happy. Now, yes, then there was another problem. How come, how come she's urinating too much during the day? What's happening? I say, yes, because after smashing these, these uh, inflammatory products, they have to be turned into water, into urine. So if you like, I can reverse the process so that, so that, your, so that your daughter does not urinate very often. So that your daughter will be bloated. Is that what you want? She said, no, 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 no. I wanted to urinate. Fine. So take this and give it to her after 4 o'clock so that she does not go to bed. And then take this one during the day, give it to her in the early in the morning so that she urinates very often between morning and 4 p.m. And that was how we solved the problem. Root cause therapeutics and scientific eating. You have to know what to feed your child. And you have to know what to eat yourself. But since you are organic farmers, well, you have no choice for now until until you harvest. Then after that, you can do something else. Okay, Courtney. Yes, yes. I just—it's so fascinating to you know to test and prove because this you know this food when people see us at the farmers market, it's like oh wow you know it's gorgeous and it is gorgeous food. It's just. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I got into it with people saying, oh, I buy the spinach for my smoothies and eat it raw. And I said, no, no, no. And I told them, I said, well, you know, you should steam it. And we got into this whole discussion. And they came back the following week, and they said, we've never heard anybody talk like that. Can you tell us more? What are you, what are you talking about? And um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward. I have a quarter ounce of turnip uh, turnip seed, and I'm looking forward to sowing that for the fall crop. That's right. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So we just have to start, you know, farming with symptometry in mind and really focusing the, you know, that's a whole other branch of it. You know, there's cooking with symptometry, eating with symptometry in mind, farming with symptometry in mind. So, um, yeah, that's one of the projects that I'm working on, but it, yeah, it's just so fascinating because these are, you know, whole foods that most people who study nutrition and think they know everything, you know, would reject just outright a lot of the things that um, you teach all of us. But I can bear witness to that. I, you know, I've tested and proven it on my own family, and and I've, you know, you see because I haven't been on the calls. I've been dealing with like when I was in the flow and we were eating strictly scientifically there was a great improvement there was a lot of peace and harmony and then as soon as we changed our diet you know <laughs> not mcdonald's not junk food like whole foods just regular vegetables that aren't on the 45 food list i was you know off a cliff like dealing with drama all the time and um yeah so you see, the, 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 this 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 was what i was talking about during the symposium in virginia people think that when they are eating organic uh, they, they they are healthy well, I am sorry. The difference between organic and, and regular is that one has fertilizers and one was grown on fertilized soil and, and was sprayed with pesticides and all that, and the other one did not. But the health disruptors and the high potassium are still in the organic foods, just like they are in the non-organic foods. You see? 
So you have to you have to transcend. You have to go beyond this idea of organic food and then know what is inside the organic food itself, even though it is better than regular food. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, and I will stay on track and eat scientifically, and I'll be here every week again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. Also, please, if you want to get a call in, because we still got about five people to take, please call in. We got about four minutes. The show will stop broadcasting. We're not going to stay till 11, but I'm going to stay till I get these callers knocked out. So please call in, because if you're not in the queue, you will not be able to hear the answers to these questions Dr. Nardi is getting ready to answer, okay? So three... 347-205-9089. You must call in. Otherwise, the stream will cut off on the computer. So you must be on your telephone. All right. Caller from the 215-868. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, good evening, Coach Curry. Uh, from Dr. Norte. This is Isis. Um, 215 number, but I'm calling from New York. Okay. Um, how y'all doing? Fine. Yes, I'm very sad. I didn't make it there this weekend. Um, so I have to get over it because I couldn't get there. <laughs> uh, my question, yeah, and I'm listening talking about um, the children eating. I have a three-year-old grandchild who hardly eats anything. Um she looks at food and she says it's disgusting, it's nasty. What she does love to eat, which is really interesting, uh, uh, her mother uses jasmine rice, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she also um, she likes the vegetarian beans, which are the uh, navy beans. Good. Once okay. in a while, she might eat a, 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 a broccoli head, and she likes, uh, not like she loves pancakes, waffles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she doesn't eat very. I mean, her whole thing is no. Everything is. I'm not hungry. She won't eat it. I mean, you fix her something, she'll look at it and she's like, nope, nasty, disgusting, can't eat it. At three years old, so yeah. a lot of times she will not. I mean, she she she'll refuse. She'll go to sleep and she won't eat. Um, but 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 she likes she likes jasmine rice and navy beans. Yes. <laughs> she likes she likes it. She asked for that for breakfast. I want I want rice and beans. Like, okay, you can't eat rice and beans for every meal, and you offer something else. I told you, disgusting. I mean, she used yeah. to eat. I mean, when she was younger, when she was one and two, she used to eat everything. Everything that I ate, I was, you know, I'm the vegetarian. She always drink smoothies and eat salads and this and that and other. And then all of a sudden, one day, she said, no, don't worry. I, 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 you know what? You know what? Um, uh, she, you are the grandmother. Yes. Okay. You see, this was what you did to her, or I don't know whether you or her, or you're the mother, but uh, I don't want any of you to be guilty. It's just we are all in the process of enlightenment. Okay. Um, yes. You depleted so many enzymes. The kind of food you were feeding, you were feeding her, uh, was 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 not to her liking. And you depleted so many enzymes in her, and she doesn't have any enzymes now to digest many foods. 
That's why she's mm. rejecting all this. Uh, this is, that's why she's rejecting all this food. You th- you talk about smoothies and all that. What are, what are smoothies? Yeah. If you smoothies, what are you doing? You are you are you you are, you are bypassing the first stage of digestion, which is the mouth. You are bypassing, and then you are going straight to the throat to swallow. This is wrong. This is flat wrong. Wow. Eh? You are bypassing the yeah. first stage of digestion. And your daughter, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to say who knows better than you or knows better than the mother, but here there are all indications, all, indica- all indications show that she is a very enlightened child. Yeah. Here and what I've read, yes. She, She's she a very is, enlightened I mean, child. And, and look at look at her. She's she's eating. She she prefers rice, jasmine rice, and navy beans. Mm-hmm. What is in rice? A lot of methionine, brain food. What is in navy beans? A lot of lysine. That brings out more of methionine. And she's eating scientifically. <laughs> mm. Look yes, at your grandchild who is three years old. He, yes. She's. 25 years ahead of you. Yes, he sure is, because, I, I mean, she will clam her mouth shut and I will not eat it. She will look at you and say, no, I won't eat. You want to be hungry and not hungry. That's right. So she, 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 she prefers to starve and go to bed than to eat crap. <laughs> Dr. Naughty. I love you, and I'm taking my test this month. I'm, I got the outside. Oh! I'm getting ready to take my test. I'll be calling you, Dr. Abbott. Okay. And I appreciate you so much. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. I'll meet you soon. Absolutely. Bye. I'll see you soon. Okay. Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott, I think that's a classic case of one of the things that I've been talking about, obedience over sacrifice and obedience to yourselves. Like that child has not learned how to lie yet. The brother came on earlier and was talking about um, the ancient Egyptians where they always had young pharaohs. And I always wondered, I said, why do they always have young pharaohs? And it says, because the youth cannot be bribed or corrupted. That's correct. And so, the, so, that was that, so, so, so that was the child at three years old being obedient to herself. And mm. then the, in the grandmother and the mother was like, well, you know, it's our pattern to be disobedient to the selves. You know, be, be like us. But that's a whole other conversation that we're going to have to have one night about these indigo children and these golden children who are not the same. They are not the same as uh, when you were growing up, you know. So um, uh, for you adults, for you parents now, and for you uh, grandparents, you can go ahead and just uh, start to deprogram yourself from thinking that what you were using before is going to continue to work. Because it's not. These children are coming in um, already programmed, already ready to go. And like Dr. Nardi just said, they'd rather starve than put some crap in their body. You know, uh, I was just uh, today, I, you know, I had a, a, a thought saying how, how can, you know, we have people from the same family but our 
but our DNA be attracted to knowledge or be stuck in the old paradigm. And that this, this is an example of, of being someone else's family, but at the same time, here's a, a three-year-old that's, that's so far ahead of the the average three year old. So, so, go ahead. Oh no, I was just clearing my throat. Go ahead. Yeah. So, what is it that makes DNA from the the, the same family different? Could you, could you address that at all, Doctor Nari? Yes. You see, you know. Many many people, you know, before you are before you are born, it's your DNA that chooses that 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 carves its own path. You know, if you if you have a, if you have a more mature DNA, if you have a more mature DNA, more experience, and who is tired of 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 beating the old path and tired of making the same mistakes, and that DNA will prove to be superior, more enlightened, more mature, and you prefer a body and incarnate and come into, into this world through, uh, through, through, through certain parents. And if uh, these parents do not help her or him, you know, to mature as, as, as he or she should, she's going to rebel. There will be rebellion. And if you don't take her, the child will prefer even to die than to, come to, than to continue uh, in this paradigm. So please... Uh, uh, they are, you do not you do not know the kind of child you have. You do not know the kind of child you have until the child's DNA begins to express itself. It will express itself as freaky DNA or as mature DNA. And once you begin to see signs of maturity in your child, help your child to blossom and flourish. That is a treasure. That's a, a very expensive investment that you are going to have in this child. That child will never disappoint you. Uh-oh, Dr. Nardi. I have a controversial question. What, what do you think I should do? No, ask it. Some parents mistake the DNA rebellion for... My child is hard-headed and disobedient and won't listen to me because I'm sick and I don't want to listen to nobody. And this child is going to do what I say. What do you have to say to those parents who do not or cannot yet recognize the DNA standing up for itself and they want to identify the child as a quote unquote problem child, or they well, want to say the child is hard headed or won't listen to me, or this is not a good child. Let me tell what the message I have for these parents is: they are fighting a losing battle. That's <laughs> the that's the message I have for these parents. I come from I come from one of these homes where all I knew was nothing but beating and beating and beating. I was so used to beating that the day that my father did not whip me, I would not feel right. I was conditioned to accept beating as a normal way of life. Even though I was sick and sick and sick, I was expecting to, 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 I was always expecting some beating for that day. The day my father did not beat me, I, I felt there was something wrong. What kind of stupid life is this? 
And eventually, I left my parents' home. And it was after I left my parents' home that I became a very intelligent person. So my message to these parents is that they will lose their children. Either they will lose their children to another family, or they will not see their children again. Either because their children will be dead, or because their children will just run away from home and they will never see their children again. I used to be one of those people. And thank God that I am not dead. Mm. Wow. Boy, Dr. Nardi, that's gonna be that's gonna be a show coming up right there about how um parents run their children away. And because I I just had a DNA, a huge DNA explosion about uh my father and our relationship as I was growing up. I told part of my story at the symposium that I was yes, 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 yes. That's right. Yes. Latchkey child. But um, at a certain stage, when I left home, Dr. Nardi, it was so tense. I had um, $68 in my pocket. I had two pair of tennis shoes, and I just made one big duffel bag and just put a whole bunch of clothes in that. And I gave I, I gave the guy who gave me a ride to the next town, I gave him $20. I left a note on the table. I, I didn't run away. I just left a note on the table and said, I can't take this no more. That's you know? right. That's and, right. And, and, got, and got there to a new town um, and with $48 in my pocket. And um, some people now consider me fairly intelligent, and I think I do okay. But um, I do realize that looking at some of the Asian families, how if we would support our children by educating ourselves, and being a little more humble. In the Bible it says wisdom will come from the mouths of babes. But normally you hear so many people claiming, Oh, I'm your elder, so you must respect me. No, but, no, 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 no. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's flat wrong. Flat, flat, flat wrong. Kair I respect I respect my granddaughter. I say please to her. I say, please. And she wants to drink water. I get up and go and fetch her water. <laughs> she, she, if, it, if she tells me, put it on the table. My granddaughter, look at me. Over 60 years old, my granddaughter said, uh, put it on the table. And I put it on the table. <laughs> you are a very wise man, Dr. Nardin. And that's why my phrase is, I tell people, they say, oh, oh, uh, you don't respect your elders. I said it's a thin line between an elder and an old fool. I agree. So let me get back to the to my next to the next caller before I get too controversial. Uh, caller from the 404-484. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, uh, this is uh, Tion. I'm calling uh, from Atlanta. Peace. How you doing, big brother? Oh, <laughs> Tion. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. How you doing, Doctor Nadia? Uh, oh, fine, sir. Uh, fine, sir. <coughs> excuse me. 
I just more or less wanted to make a comment. Uh, this is uh, show 29 for me, and I got on the train at the first stop, and uh, it's been an enjoyable <laughs> ride. This is a dream come true. And, uh, you know, I just, from the bottom of my heart, I want to Yeah, hello? Go ahead, yes, brother. Right yeah. Okay, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, I just wanted to thank Dr. Nardi for all he's done for me, uh, Coach Kair for uh, providing this uh, format, and uh, also Dr. Abbott, Kimberly, and uh, everyone else that's in the, uh, involved with uh, symptometry. And, um, you know, by me being here in Atlanta, I was just thinking to myself, listening to the show, uh, saying, to you know, that um, – you know, I want to be a part of this as far as uh, helping getting this message out. I've been, you know, going through trials and tribulations as far as, uh, you know, bringing the information to family members and they rejected mm-hmm, me mm-hmm, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But, um, you know, I just want to uh, do all I can to uh, get this out. You know, I believe in some symptometry. I know uh, in my heart that this is the right thing and this is the future for this planet, and uh, I'm all the way down with you. So, you know, you got my full support on anything that you need me to do. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Brother Chi, um, um, this is a, that's a, that's a great segue for people to know about the chapters. We haven't talked about the chapters tonight. So, um, we need more chapters. Everybody write that down who's taking notes. We need more chapters. We need we got a North Carolina chapter, we got a Virginia and um chapter, but we need a New York chapter. We need an Atlanta chapter. We need a Canada chapter. We need a Toronto or Calgary or Montreal chapter. I'm calling out the troops. We need a Tampa uh a chapter. We need a Houston, a San Antonio we need an Ireland chapter. We need an Australian chapter. Now, not only will you also be getting the word out, but there's benefits. Remember the American Express? They say membership has its privileges. With being right. a with being a chapter member, as I looked to the uh, people who Dr. Nardi appointed members of the chapter for Virginia, they also receive free particulates. And the number one requirement, Dr. Nardi told me, is to be creative. Be creative. I want to team up with you because I'm, I'm going to be in Atlanta in two weeks anyway. So I'm always down there doing the Tantra or doing some Qigongs and things like that. I got a whole big network down there, but I can't be the president because I don't stay in Atlanta. But if you need some help getting something started in Atlanta, I got all these friends on Facebook and all these women down there need to get some healing be creative. And this goes for everybody. Don't try to go revive a dead horse. Some people who are asleep, that means they're tired. This lifetime may be their lifetime for them to sleep. We gave them what they needed. We have it available for all 7.5 billion people on the planet Earth, but maybe they are, Maybe some of them may be tired. Don't spend a lot of energy on trying to wake up the dead. Look for those people who are looking for you. Looking for those, look for those professional risk takers, as Mr. Make It Happen told me earlier. Look for those people who are enthusiastic about doing something new. You know, those people who have already made decisions that they don't want to live older than 75, don't get caught up in 
Don't get caught up in mixing your energy with that. You know, go for the eighth graders, go for the ninth graders, go for the sixteen and seventeen year olds. But you know, those people who have already made their mind up that they're on another train and they're going another direction, or they're riding on. Um, Riding on a, 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 a mule and wagon or a horse and buggy, you know this is a jet plane. This is a rocket ship. So you know, uh, don't waste your time on them. Come on and get on board. And uh, once again, definitely thank you for being on board for all twenty nine shows. Good gracious, we're gonna have to. Oh give, yeah. We're gonna have to give him a seat at the chair somewhere, Doctor Abbott. He's been riding with us this long. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you know they got to ride shotgun. Yeah, he riding shotgun. That's right. You know, as uh, 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 you know, the uh, mission statement for uh, you know Nawapu is many are called and few are chosen. So you know, I'm I'm gonna stay focused on, on what I'm doing and uh, just try to be the uh, living example, the best I know how. You know. Mm, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So that living example, we got to walk that walk. No, we got to walk our talk. That's the thing. So. Absolutely, big uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Head, you had you had a certain you had a certain addiction. Is this is this still going on? No, 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 not at all. Now, why you, would you would you mind sharing it with them, please? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I was uh, addicted to uh, alcohol and marijuana, and uh, you know, I, I heard the first show, and uh, you know, since then I haven't had a drink or uh, you know any marijuana since then. So is is alcoholism curable? Yes or no? Yes, it definitely is wow. curable. And you know, once I made the, uh, the decision to uh, see it through and become disciplined, and what I need to do, then I mean, it, everything just became easy. There you go. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. 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 I dig that, that right up. there says enough about symptometry. It's awesome, baby! Why, yeah, this is a dream come true. Hey, hey, you know I, I, hey, you know I got him. I got him. I'm hitting him all over the place. That's it. Hey, big brother, I'm real proud of you. That's my new role model. I see Dr. Nardi. Dr. Nardi is throw you a behind-the-back pass real quick. He said, Kaya got to get this stuff together. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Doctor Nar um I got about good gracious the hands are coming up. Chion, I wrote your number down, big bro. I'm gonna give you a call it on the night or probably in the morning, okay? Okay, yeah, you know, we we done wrapped uh, a couple of times before. You know, I met you at the symposium and uh, you know, we gave the grip to each other and then uh also uh I called you a couple of weeks ago in reference to the age show. So, so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I'm already logged in with you. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I want to link with you in two weeks when I come down to Atlanta. Let's get something popping. Let's do it. All right, because I got to turn you on to some of this money, too. We're getting ready to go over here and check on some big money, too. So that's a part of it, too, in the 12 facets of a human being. Man, y'all got to get this book, man, this in-depth study of the most complete person, because a lot of people are ashamed to talk about money. But not Dr. Nardi. No, no, no. I'm not going to give away the whole thing. They want me to just read the whole book tonight, Dr. Nardi, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> They're going to have to keep tuning in. But, yeah, Chia, I'm going to give you a call tonight or in the morning. All right, then, brother. All right, peace.
All right, peace to everyone. Okay, Dr. Nardi. Uh, yes, sir. You know, this weekend, and most of the time when we have shows, people are always asking about the foods. Oh, I don't got nothing to eat. Oh, it's only 45 <laughs> foods. Oh, and look, these are the people who do not have the book. They don't have the book, and they haven't. One of the videos that we have on the website, the woman says, most of those other foods I didn't eat anyway. <laughs> and then um, and then we have, I, I don't know what show it was, but you talked about the, uh, the uh, centillions, the people who live 100 years or better, the ones that stay in Burma, they only eat nine foods. I think you said between that, six and nine that, foods. That's, 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 that's correct. correct. That's correct. They, 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 they are centenarians. Yeah, centenarians. They, they eat. I mean, it, is, it is very it is amazing. It is amazing. And, and the foods they eat, they have got their digestive system used to these foods. They, they, mm-hmm. cannot, they cannot live in a nursing home. Because... If if they live in a nursing nursing home, they will die. So they prefer to live with with, with their family members, their loved ones, who know the kind of food they eat. In the morning, there's the same breakfast. Afternoon, same lunch. Evening, same thing. Once in a while, they may change a little bit, and that's it. They don't they don't eat ice cream. They don't eat chocolate. Wow. Wow, everybody, I mean, and it's that's that emotional, that's that emotional eating. Um, I have a request, Dr. Nardi. They wanted me to go over, they wanted me to read the 45 uh, essential foods from what to consume. Uh, now, you know me, I'm, I'm into marketing and selling books. Do I have permission to read the 45 foods for them on the air? Or do yes, 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 yes. No, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yes. Right. I will not read it in its totality because there are some notes um up under some of these. So I will go over these forty-five foods. Please sit down and relax and breathe easy as I read these to you. I'm not skipping anything, and you will not hear any nuts. So when I don't say nuts, I did not leave anything off. Okay. Coach. Yes. Before you get before you get started there. Um, I know the forty-five foods. That's that's quite a bit in one dosage, because so <laughs> I, I I would make a suggestion that we we re, that even though we're gonna do the four, you'll do the read the forty-five, perhaps to read you know maybe fifteen of them tonight or twenty. Okay, I think okay, that's fine. That 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 that's that's a meaningful uh that's a meaningful um suggestion. That's good. <laughs> too much too much too soon. <laughs> okay, well now as okay. I say, as I tell people I only got one boss, you know what I'm saying? And uh so the boss's daddy is on the line so I can't so I can't go against that. So I'm gonna have to just give y'all a couple tonight and um I'm going to give y'all what I know y'all eat, okay? So I'm going to pick out. Matter of fact, I'm going to just do the odd numbers. I'm going to do the odd numbers for you tonight. Okay. Okay. Scrambled egg whites. Always add slices of green pepper and black pepper powder to prevent egg whites from becoming too alkaline. Wheat cereal. 
That's Ferrana and Couscous. Rice products, rice milk and rice cereals, i.e. rice checks or rice krispies. Organic milk for both children and for adults. Basmati long grain white rice. Yam. Turning the page. Plantain, but please remove the seeds. Pinto beans. Watermelon with some restrictions. Celery. Buck chow. I love uh, well, let's say something about that celery, Coach. Okay. Make sure that that celery is cooked. It's boiled. We don't, we don't want people eating raw celery. No raw celery. Write it down. Cook it. Cauliflower. And, I, and I'm, I'm assuming... Just like the broccoli, is that lightly steamed, Dr. Adams? Correct, correct. That's correct, yes. That's right. That's why I said my mama's always been in some temperature. She look at me if I leave the broccoli or the cauliflower <laughs> too long. Oh, Dr. Nardi, she gets irritable. Oh, man. she My mama does not like soft broccoli. She wants it crisp and lightly steamed. That's right. Uh, spinach with some restrictions, Dr. Abbott. Please let the people know who love some spinach about the restrictions. Okay. With spinach, it depends on how much a person cooks. You can eat it once every two weeks, perhaps two to three times in that week. So if you make a large batch of it, if someone makes a large batch of spinach, they can eat it in several meals. But don't eat spinach any more than once every two weeks, though. So at least give yourself two weeks interval between eating spinach and never eat it raw. Did you say never eat it raw? Yes, that's correct. Dr. Nardi, Dr. Abbott just made about nine people pass out. Well, that, that that's the truth because... Uh, uh, <laughs> There was uh, I I don't know I don't know I had I had a I had a raw food eater I had a raw food eater who had who had two problems he had two problems he had he he was overproducing kidney stones and his 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 body was not smelling good at all and uh, he was releasing a lot of ammonia a lot of ammonia was escaping through his pores. So I asked him one question. I asked him, why was he chewing garlic? He said, no, that was to, uh, that was to uh, lower his cholesterol. To lower his cholesterol. Has your cholesterol been low? What, what was your last reading? 285. 285. And for how long have you had? Uh, for how long have you been chewing your garlic? Oh, for more than for about six six months. So for six months, your cholesterol has not come even close to two hundred. It's still at two sixty. It does not it does not dawn on you that what you are doing is wrong. And then two. Do you use perfumes? Do you use colognes? I say yeah. That's why I came to see you about. 
I came to see you because I sweat a lot, and my sweat does not smell good. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to reverse your condition for you. You are producing, you are overproducing sulfur, too much phosphorus, and too much ammonia. Do you eat raw food? He said, yes. That's what I eat. Who asked you to eat raw food? I know, but uh, uh, this, 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 is, this is what this, this, what is, this what I know is good. I said, no. Who asked you to eat raw food? He said, no, it's just because I belong to, some, to, to a group. I belong to a group, and that's what we eat. Why do you eat it? Because cooking destroys the enzymes in the plant food. So I need the plant enzymes. Then I told him, we need a million enzymes a day. And you are eating plants that are giving you seven enzymes. What will seven enzymes do for you who need one million enzymes? To digest a meal alone, you need 50,000 enzymes to digest one meal. And you are eating plants that are going to give you about six to seven enzymes. What are you doing? He said he didn't know that. He never, he never heard about that. I said, well, that's why you are here. I'm going to reverse your condition for you. But under one condition, you are going to be cooking your foods. There are some foods that you have to cook. There are some foods that you have to steam. And just very few foods that you can eat raw. So I laid it down, and he complied. Today, this man is a very healthy man. So this is what happens to raw food eaters. There are certain plants that you cannot eat raw because they release too much ammonia. That is their nature. That is how they defend themselves. Why should you eat them? Do you even, do you even know the plants that release too much ammonia? You don't know. What about MSG? You don't know. What about formaldehyde? You don't know. And you are eating them because of what? Because you want to get the plant enzymes. The plant produced its own enzymes. You are a human being. Produce human enzymes. He learned a good lesson, and today he's a very healthy person. So this also goes to people who, who eat raw food. Be careful. If you want to be healthy, well, uh, another thing also about raw food eating is don't lose genetic material. Many people are suffering from vitiligo. They are losing genetic material. Be careful. The plants essentials are for the plants. They are not for humans. Learn to produce your own brain essentials and body essentials. If you don't know how to do it, symptometry, we have the technical know-how and we have the resources. So you will not be left in the cold anymore. Thank you. Hmm. Dr. Nardi is going they going crazy out here right now. Let me hurry up and finish this list. <laughs> Dr. Abbott done set everybody up. He apologize. I'm apologize on the behalf of uh the director of the uh American School of Symptometry right now because he is he got a sense of humor. There's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes 
he knows what he's doing on these behind the back alley oop passes that he throws out here. Uh, uh, spinach, watercress, Brussels sprouts, asparagus must be specially prepared. That's baked, baked asparagus. Uh, and um, and uh, this was this was what I observed also with uh, Marjorie McFarlane. Um, uh, yes, she, she she complied, and this, that's why she, uh, she she did an excellent cuisine uh, when we were in uh, in Virginia. You know, she, the asparagus we we observed, uh, we observed all these things. So that that that's that's well done. Now, Doctor Nardi, now now you want to make me talk about the food? Now, I love to eat, and that particular that dish that she had with the um, with the they weren't noodles, they were shells, and then she had the asparagus in there. And that and that sauce. Woo! <laughs> I wish I could have brought a plate home, but hey, Lord have mercy. Okay, uh, ginger as a therapeutic drink. If you do not have the formula for the ginger therapeutic drink, please go to Symptometry Books, leave your name and your email address, and just type down ginger recipe, and I will send it to you within the next 24 hours. I only send them out like every, twice a week. Because I get so many requests, I don't want to do it all at one time. I want to do them all at one time or maybe twice a week. So if I haven't gotten to you yet, I was away from the computer this weekend. So please be patient with me, and I'll have them out to you by tomorrow. And I do send them out on Wednesdays. So if you need the formula, also you can go back to the show that we had on the ginger therapeutic drink, which is on symptometrybooks.com. Uh, tomatoes, cooked only, ideally in stew. No raw tomatoes. Everybody repeat after me. No raw tomatoes. No tomatoes. Stay, say no. Say no to the raw tomato. Don't do it to yourself. Uh, small white potatoes. And if it's in a potato salad, make it with light mayo. Um, meat. Meat pies. Specifically lamb, bison, goat meat, moose and the meat of free-range cattle. Meat pies, specifically lamb, bison, goat meat, moose, and meat of free-range cattle. Uh, Turkey bacon, pasta, and homemade cornbread, apple pie, carrot bread, carrot soup, or carrot pie. And the apple pie that we had, along with the banana bread, at in Virginia this weekend was almost enough to make you slap a police officer. I can't slap my mama now. My mama hands too fast. I know better than that. But I, but slap a police officer, yeah. I I definitely would after I took a bite of that apple pie and that um and that banana bread, I definitely would have slapped the police officer, for real. <laughs> Okay, so next next Tuesday we'll read the other half of the list. But I will suggest that you get your book because the enzyme list is in the front of the book, and that's what you want. You want to be able to look and see how many enzymes that you are usually out of your budget on. So please tune in to Zoom In, or you can contact Symptometry.com and order um, an expanded enzyme list as well. And I, you should also request the uh, the list of high potassium foods 
that we should be trying to avoid as well. Let me get back to the call line because we are definitely into the after party. Uh, caller from the 718650. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello? Hello? Caller from the 718650. Okay, he may be having some issues over there. He might want to call 911. 911. We don't don't tell people to call us if it's an emergency. If it's an emergency, don't call us. Call 911. We don't do... We don't do surgery. We don't do bullet wounds or knife stabs. <laughs> Those, we do have healthcare professionals who are proficient in that craft. That is not what we do. We don't do that. All right. Call it from the 336-414. Your microphone is open. Hello. Call it from the 336-414. All right, you got to turn your background noise down. Next is caller from the 905-832. 905-832. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, caller from the 905. You may have your phone on mute. Hello. Going once, going twice. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hello? Oh, I had a question about um Kalalu. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Um, Khalid. Calling from Toronto. Thank you, brother. Uh, Kalalu, Dr. Nardi or Dr. Abbott? Yes. Kantaloo uh, has, has molybdenum. No, 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 no. No, uh, no, no. no, no, oh, no. Okay. He said Kalalu, the green that you get at green, all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was Kalalu, yes. Yes, it's, it's, it's in a 50-50 range. That's why we did not include it. So it's something that you can eat once in a while. Eat it once in a while, but don't eat it uh, like you like to, like you eat a turnip green or mustard green every two days or three days or something like that. No. Okay. Because that falls in the same category as spinach, um, basically. Yes. That's correct. Um, That's correct. That's correct. Yes. They, 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 these are the fifty-fifty. These are the in the fifty-fifty range, you know. So uh, they, they are not they, they are not too bad. They, they are not too bad, but the health disruptors are manageable. But provided you give your liver enough time to produce enough enzymes to to to, to process them thoroughly. So that's why we don't have to eat them very often. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Thank you, Brother Colin. Now, Dr. Nardi, you was getting ready to say something about cantaloupe, so I'm going to go ahead and listen. I want to get, let, uh, let that thought finish. <laughs> no, I, I used to eat cantaloupe, but one thing I observed was that after eating it, I, my, 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 my uncle sold soul in a, you know. And then I, I was wondering why this was happening. So I had to deconstruct uh, cantaloupe and find out what it what it contained. And that was how I discovered that it has a lot of uh, uh, molybdenum, which is a nutrient blocker. So it prevented it prevented the, my lower leg, my my lower limb, from uh, the cells of my lower limb from producing prostaglandin. Prostaglandin are the is a, is a water circulator. 
you know, so he didn't produce them. So that's why water was sitting in my ankle. Then I discovered that. So that's why I, I took cantaloupe off the list. I used to like cantaloupe a lot, but uh, because of this, I took it off the list because of the health disruptor in cantaloupe. So people who suffer from lymphoedema, people who suffer from uh, uh, swollen, uh, swollen parts of the, of the body, uh, 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 swollen, uh, swollen lower eyelid, swollen upper eyelid, and all that. Any swelling at all, uh, please uh, leave cantaloupe out because uh, uh, they produce chemicals that destroy prostaglandin, the, the the water circulators. Wow. <laughs> Doctor, but see there, you got Doctor Abby back there rolling again. I already know. I know he got it. He, he just always, oh man. Anyway, caller from the seven zero eight two five zero. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the seven zero eight two five zero. Your microphone is open. Can you take your phone off mute, please? Caller from the seven zero eight. Going once, going twice. Thank you for calling in tonight. Caller from the six seven eight four four six. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Bless. This is Rashid calling from Atlanta. What's going on, big brother? How you feeling tonight? Oh, everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, bless, Doctor Marty and Doctor Abbott. I was uh, wondering, because I coach high school football, and I was wondering about the development of young athletes and their uh, physical development. Is there anything in addition to the uh, to the health or the uh, foods not to consume that they should be uh, doing or not doing? Uh, yes, sir. Is that question for me? Uh, for yes, yes. This? I think you can answer. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, since that's interesting, that's a, definitely a American School of Scientology project. Uh, one of the things that we find with good athletes, especially those that that are having, having these uh, torn tissues and things like that, but, but they are not producing enough stomatomidine, uh, which is uh, which is produced by the liver, and so we have to make sure that they are producing the somatomidine, and also lactic acid. We have to neutralize the lactic acid that they have. Um, But aside from that, they still need the ionization and eating scientifically. And as uh, Dr. Nardi also expresses, especially since we've seen such a a large number of athletes commit Suicide. Now, outside the professional athletes, there's some that we don't even hear about on the high school level, college level, that have um, behavior that's detrimental to them, and and that is the shock that we get from playing football. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, just by wearing a helmet and and you know, getting that type of brain rattling going on, uh, there's a lot of shock that happens. So, symptometry has definitely has a, a treatment uh, plan for uh, football players and how to keep them in, you know, in a, in a better state and, and much healthier uh, than the traditional 
way of of uh, treating uh, uh if if they are if they are uh, thank you doctor but if they are if they are mothers and fathers who want their children to to excel in school football high school football college football nfl and all that uh, symptometry symptometry is available so that we give them we, we, so that we ionize the, their cells then we have the energy particulate. We have the energy particulate. We have the energy molecule, you know, to give them enough stamina. Then we remove excess lactic acid from their blood so that they stop suffering from uh, uh, tendonitis or cramps and all that. And then, uh, you know, you you, you properly nourish their liver, ionize their, their liver and properly nourish it so that they produce this somatomedin, the raw material with which cartilage, uh, produce fresh cartilage. Look at all these athletes who are sidelined. Look at all these athletes who are who have a uh, bone rubbing on bone uh, in their joints because they stop producing cartilage. Uh, we, we have we, we have a best we have a good way to, to to reverse all this and to prevent all this. You know, let your athletes you know keep bringing money home. You know, they they do something and once they keep bringing money home. They are going to invest in in, in charity projects, in, in in charity projects and all that, you know. And this is good for the whole neighborhood. It's good for the parents. It's good for the whole nation. You see. So let let parents who have children who are interested in in in, in athleticism, in sports, you know, um, contact symptometry. We have very nice packages for them. Okay, thanks. Uh, may I ask one other question in a, in a conjunction with that? Yes, sir. I've been seeing a lot of uh, lower leg cramps lately, which is somewhat uncommon to what I've been used to in the past, but a lot of my kids have been getting calf muscle cramps. And I'm wondering, is there anything that I can uh, give them or anything I can do immediately? To help them? <laughs> well, 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 well. Here's the question. What kind of water do your children drink? Faucet water, for the most part. What is that? Faucet water out of the out of the yes, sink sir. or the water fountains. Oh, the one that uh, uh, the, the, the tap water. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. Now this America, this America, it really depends on the part of the world. It depends on the part of America you live in. They are, they, 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 we have water that has too much uh, chloramines. We have water that have too much chloramine. Chloramine is a result of, you know, chlorine. Uh, chlorine that has ammonia added to it at the water treatment plant, and this produces chloramines. And if you drink water that has too much chloramine, you end, you tend up you you end up developing muscle cramps. So it is not just a matter of eating uh, high potassium foods; it also depends on the kind of water you drink. Uh, so that's it. So if if you if you eat foods that are very high in potassium, and then you drink water. That has a lot of chloramines. Chloramide is spelled C for comfort, H for Harry, L for Louis, O for Orange, R for Robert, A for Apple, M for Mary, I for Ink, N for Nancy, E for Edward, S for Sam. Chloramines. So if you if you if your drinking water has a high level of chloramine, 
uh, you are going to have uh, cramps and spasms. You cough a lot, a lot of coughing. You see many people coughing left and right, and then they go and take, uh, take a cough drop or they take a cough syrup. <laughs> the root of the problem is the water they are drinking, you see. So not only muscle cramps, uh, but you also have spasms also. Yes, yes, we have a couple of those as well. Okay, so it's coming from the water you drink. Now, if you decide to drink bottled water, even there again, it's another booby trap. You have to be very careful. There are some, there are some, there, there are some water, some bottled water that have too much uh, NAF, that is sodium fluoride. They have too much sodium fluoride, and uh, that also causes cramps. So we went to, we went to, uh, uh, we went to Virginia uh, for for the symposium. There were two different waters, two different bottled water. So I, I tasted A, I tasted B, and I went with A. And I, uh, but I'm not going to give you the name because I'm not here to promote any any bottled water company. But right. I, I just I just want to let you know that even the bottled water, you have to know, you have to use science to 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 choose your bottled water. So you have, you see, you have to be very careful. And is the sodium fluoride content labeled on the bottles? No, 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 no. It's a trade secret. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a trade secret. Okay. So uh, I, I have done it just like you have all these connoisseurs, you know. You taste something and you know exactly what it is, and then the lab work confirms it. So I was there in Virginia. I tasted it, and I know exactly what it, what it contains. So I left that bottle alone, you know. So tap water, tap water is a problem. Bottle water is a problem. Uh, what are we going to drink? <laughs> what are we going to drink? I don't know. That's why I'm calling symptometry. Okay. So the the best thing, the best thing now is you have to solve this problem. You have to solve this problem by, okay, we have we have the sodium particulates that will help you to 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 clear all the cramps associated with uh, sodium chloride. And then we have the potassium particulates to help you solve all the problems associated with potassium, to your high potassium, you know. And then we have another particulate also for the chloramines, you know. So either way, uh, symptomatic is on top of the game, and we are ahead. So you can do, you do whatever you want to do, uh, we will still find a way to neutralize whatever you are doing. Okay, Dr. Uh, Dr. Nardi, a lot of times when people suffer from cramps, they tell people to eat more bananas. <laughs> oh boy, I understand. I understand. I see. I see. I see some of these athletes who run, who run a hundred yards dash, and then they cannot finish the, the they cannot they cannot reach the, the finish line, and then you see them limping <laughs> because they have been attacked with uh, uh, cramps in their calves and all that. I look at it, and later on, I, I see them. <laughs> They'll be drinking uh, a drink on the, uh, on the bench over there. I'm not mentioning the name of the drink, but for those of you who are, who are very conversant with the, the life of, a, uh, of, of, of athletes, you know the kind of drink I'm referring to. You know, right. uh, uh, all this, if, if you are thirsty, you drink water. And if you want to build more, more stamina, you ionize, you ionize the, the blockages from yourself, and you take the, the energy particulate. This is how you get more, more stamina. Huh? It's very simple. We are here to build athletes for the, for the next century. 
All right, I thank you. Yeah, welcome, sir. Thank you, big brother. I appreciate you for calling in tonight. I'm over here sending out ginger recipes right now. People are already hitting. It's awesome, baby. All right. Um, I did want to get. <clears throat> well, we almost done now, so I guess I'm gonna go ahead and read my the last little, the last <laughs> little piece of this forward. I, this, now this is only three pages. Now we tried to did the whole did the whole show trying to get through three pages here. So you might catch Kyir just pulling one chapter for us to do a show on. But I really think um, I've heard a lot of things in the last three weeks about nourishing the liver. So we might do a show on the liver. Um, also, I like to announce that um, we will be having one show per month that will be dedicated to nurturing and relaxation is the key. I have talked it over with uh, Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott, and um, it has been approved. Um, we will be doing two meditations on those calls. We will be opening up with a meditation at 811, and then we'll be doing our second meditation at 9-11. It will only be a short uh, five to six minute, maybe seven minute meditation just to give you an introduction um, so you can start to learn to silence the mind and quiet the mind when you go into getting back in contact with your breath. So I know a lot of you are saying, well, what do I eat? What do I eat? But I never hear anybody asking Dr. Nardi, well, how do I breathe? How do I breathe? So um, I want to come in and bring some information um, because I as I always know that I am up on the, um, a stringent eye with the examination as well. Um, and I want to talk about um, upper respiratory breathing and the damages and the pollutants that collect in the bottom of the lungs when you do not breathe a whole breath. When you are not diaphragmically breathing, you uh, also get a lot of garbage in the bottom of your lungs because you are chest breathing and it also produces much more adrenaline versus serotonin. And so I think we're going to have to really get into that. I thought that that was a very serious topic. And I don't want symptometry shows to be turned into the food police. We are not the food police. <laughs> we're not the food state troopers. We're not the – all we are is, just like it says in the introduction – we are health restoration professionals, and we are scientifically inclined. So, But we are not the food police. You can eat whatever you want to eat because you're going to eat whatever you want to eat anyway. So we are here to help you, guide you back to optimal health by looking at the whole person, the whole person. Let me try to read these last two chapters real quick. Studying the facets of a person opens the door to the poor connection between the cells and the mind. It is the poor connection between the cells and the mind that represent the root of all human diseases and poor health. That does include poverty. The joint emphasis on health and the root of human diseases makes symptometry a clear departure from the teachings of medical school Acupuncture, homeopathy, chiropractic, uh, uh, chiropractic, naturopathy, and herbal treatment. 
Dr. Nardi, did you want to have a comment on these facets and this breakdown that's leading to diseases in human and uh, diseases in poor health? This might lead us into part two next week. Yes, uh, because uh, you, to everything there is a source. The longest river in the world, the Amazon River, the, the, the Amazon River, has a source in the and <clears throat> in the Andes Mountains. So, as far as diseases are concerned, they always come from one source, and that is a vortex. And this source is in our own body, is in the food we eat, is in the environment, and is lack is in lack of nurturing. So, the four combine to form the vortex and the source of all symptoms and human diseases. Basically, this is what it is. Mm. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank all of you for coming out tonight. We want to thank everyone for coming into the symposium. We want to give all of you a standing ovation. And we want to please invite you to bring a friend next week. Please bring one friend next week. We want to have the line so crowded where everybody cannot even get on. So please, please, please invite a friend. Please go to the website sometime this week when you get paid. Grab your pennies. Make some sacrifices. Invest in yourself. Go over and get the founder's package. Go over and get the family health package. Get the buy one, get two half off. Get the health champion package. We are here for you. The train has left the station. If you are interested in booking symptometry or having a symposium in your town, please visit symptometry.com and go over to the contacts tab to contact us and go to meet. I'm sorry, request Dr. Maxwell Nardi. We're looking to do nine symposium next year, so that means we're going to have nine chapters. We already got two, so I know North Carolina's locked in. I know Virginia's locked in, so we got seven more spots out here. We want to see who's getting serious, so please get in contact with us as soon as possible. We will be here next week. Dr. Nardi, thank you so much for staying with me all night once again. It was my pleasure. And Dr. Abbott, same for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate and love both of you brothers. I'll see all of you next week. Thank you so much, Coach. Appreciate you, my brother. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Place your hand in a receptive position now. Let's sanctify your mind and sanctify your consciousness. Get everything out of there that can't Money. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.